0: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, what's up, everybody? Tonight, we are going to talk about Bradley Bill and Denny's injury updates. So, Bradley Bill is in safety protocols. Are you concerned Ed?
3: Um, I'm not too concerned because he had some time before the first game of the year, October 19th. Um, we're recording this on October 9th. so he has about ten days. Um, the report was—I know Chase Hughes tweeted about it. A couple uh, Washington Wizards uh, B reporters tweeted about it as well. They say that he had one positive test and then one negative test. Um, looking it up right now, this was per uh, Weston So Junior. Uh, but the thing is, you know, Brad has been through this before many times. You know, even with the USA team. Um, this from Chase Uzi tweeted, Bradley Bill tested positive and has minor symptoms per Wes Unsell Jr. So he t- he he was in health and safety protocols where he didn't, you know, he wasn't able to compete in the Olympics. So he missed out on that. He um, was in healthy sa- health and safety protocols in uh, January. Um, so he's been in and out of health and safety protocols multiple times uh, over the last season. So um, December, he was in health and safety protocols. He missed the game against the Knicks in, on December 23rd. Um, he missed a game against the thunder on January 11th. Um, so he, he, he's been in and out of health and safety protocols. Um, so this, this is a, uh, this is something that's, 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 that's happened. Uh, he missed the Miami game due to health and safety protocols as well due to exposure, contract tracing exposure to Jason Tatum, you know, their best buddies. So that happened, um, January 9th. So, you know, he's, he's missed time for this. And this is something that could, you know, pop up again during the season. I don't, I don't know how it's going on, and I don't know if the NFL. I don't even think the NFL is testing for it anymore, to be honest with you, because I haven't heard um, any people be out. And you know, you know, the NFL. There's 53 guys on the roster. You got equipment managers, coaches, coaches staff. So you can just imagine that you know, if they did tracing to an extent, that somebody's gonna, you know, test positive or be out. Nobody's been out due to health safety protocols, from what I heard in the NFL. So I know the the rules are different. I don't even really think they're they're doing it anymore um so if they're still doing it man this this could be a concern and uh, you know brad you know we know his stance on the vaccination not going to get too much into that but um yeah this is something that could pop up during a regular season i do think he's going to be back the thing is of course you know your 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 stamina your health your breathing can affect your breathing depending on how bad it's affecting him or how much it's affecting him so uh, i'm not too concerned but it's something to keep an eye on for sure man because we saw this happen last year so um something to keep an eye on for sure
2: yeah i agree i think i'm not concerned but huh how do i say this there's two perspectives i want to bring up here one you know with the covid situation i do want to see a little cooperation between the leagues like you brought up you know the nfl the nba i think the leagues need to talk to each other uh, but two you know, I'm going to put on Brad a little bit. You know, if you know that these are tests that you're going to have to take, you know, you have to be smarter. You know, we, we know the world we live in now. You know, COVID is, is something that we lived through for, you know, it's going on three years. So, you know, this is not new. So, you know, I, I, I think he needs to take a little responsibility. You know, you know, and that's just my opinion. You know, the fact that, you know, like you said, it's, this is not the first time. Um, and like I said, I'm not going to get into the whole vaccine thing, you know, pro-con, you know, I'm not going to get into that. But I feel like, you know, you being a leader, you being the max player, you being a franchise player, I think you need to be a little more responsible, you know, because, I mean, just like I said, this is not something new for us. So, you know, like I said, I'm not concerned, but I think that, you know, you know the season's coming up. You know, I think there needs to be a little more tact when it comes to what you're doing. You know, you're getting ready for the season. So you know, it's 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 really shaky subject for me because you know it's just something that we're not used to. You know, this pandemic is, is is new for all of us. You know, it's new for the league. So you know, and obviously it's a little different now. I think it's um five days quarantine for most people. So it's 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 not as serious as it was. But you know, look, this is professional basketball. We get they they get paid to do this, and I feel like you know they need to be a little more responsible for you know like you said who you who you're around and stuff like that They're a little too free with it so that, that that's my opinion but uh, as as far as being concerned no i'm not too concerned i think he'll be ready for the season um i'm a little more concerned about denny than i am about brad so
3: yeah um denny denny uh he was practicing t- he didn't practice he was limited in practice um this is for westminster jr as well he played three on three uh, after Friday's practice against coaches. The hope is to get him more live minutes after shoot-around tomorrow against players. So um, we'll see. He He's not going to be playing tomorrow. They already announced that he's not going to be playing against the Hornets. But, yeah, about Brad, you just never know. It's, it's, you could be in the wrong place. The wrong- you could be going to the grocery store. You could contract it. So it, it's just it's just something that's never going to go away. Um, and it's, it's, it's 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 a sticky situation. It really is. It's sticky. So other guys just got to step up. I I I think hopefully he can be back by October nineteenth for the first game. I think he will be. Other guys gotta step up, like Johnny Kispert being out four to six weeks. So um it's it's where our depth is gonna be tested. And before the season started, we were like we were so very optimistic because guys are healthy, but we do see some bumps on the road here now. So, you know, with Denny being out tomorrow night, Johnny's probably gonna get more minutes than what he got. You know, Will Barton will probably have to start as well. So other guys are gonna have to come in. Delon Wright. We'll probably get more minutes as well. Um, so other guys got to step up.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. And you know, let me start by saying that you know, obviously, my first concern is his health. You mm-hmm. know, and especially the health is of his loved
3: ones. Oh, definitely. But, yeah. You know,
2: you know, you know, you know, that's my first concern for you know his his family, especially his children. But you know, like you said, it's next man up. You know, uh, I'm looking for you know Kuz to step up, KP to step up. You know, because this is a scenario that is not unreal. You know, this could happen. You know, injuries happen. You know, what I'm looking for in this next game is these leaders stepping up and taking charge, which is what we saw last season. So that's, you know, that's exactly what I want to see in this next game. But, yeah, I'm not too concerned about Brad. You know, I think he's going to be just fine for, you know, the regular season. Um, like you said, Danny is kind of a concern. Um, His injury is shaky. You know, we talked about it before. You know, we've seen his injury in other sports. You know, for example, uh, Curtis Samuel with the Washington Commanders. You know, it ended up being a, you know, long-term injury. So you, you just never know. But, you know, like they said, he's starting to do three-on-three. Three. Um, He's he's ramping up. So, you know, I'm enthusiastic that, you know, even if he does miss regular season time, it's not going to be extensive. So, yeah, I'm not overly concerned. Um, But, you know, we talked about this before, and I'm going to talk about this about Denny. Um, I think they need to revisit, you know, how much length they're going to give these players as far as playing overseas and a lot of, you know, the FIBA, you know, because you got to really look at that. You know, because you're looking at a guy who is a key piece to the scene, and now he's in. You know, now he's injured. So I, I really think that the NBA has to take a second look at. You know, their investments. You know, these players are investments, and letting these guys play overseas. And you know, I get it. You want to represent your country. I get that. But you know, this is it. This is the business. And you know, look, he's a key piece of this business. So I think they need to look at it again. But before we Move on. Tonight's episode is brought by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NBA. That's LockedOn.com slash
0: NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: So, now that we know that Brad's not playing and Denny's out, what's your rotation for tomorrow night?
3: Um, I'll go... Oh, and then the last thing about the guys playing overseas. Yeah, I mean, Danilo Gallinari, he tore his ACL, so he's missing time. So it's tough, but um, we know players want to play and represent their country as a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, I thought Denny did a good job over there. And, and it, you know, you can get hurt doing anything. You can get hurt playing in pickup games. You can get hurt playing in, in the Summer League, too, because if you wouldn't play in the Summer League, who knows if you really got hurt or not. So, um, but yeah, it's just a decision the players have to make. And, um, but it de- depends on organizations, too. Like if, if it was Derek Rose, with the bulls and all the injuries he had, then of course I'm going to say, yeah, Darren Rose, you're not playing for the USA team. So it just depends on the situation and the player. So it, it is an intriguing topic for sure. Um, but as far as the rotation, of course you want to see everybody play now. And then the guys that were like the, the guys who are fighting for like two way deals and might be on the G league and whatnot, um, you know, high man, Shinique, who played in the summer league, he didn't play. Um, in Japan, um, Jordan Goodwin, Quentin Jackson from Texas A&M, Davion mintz from Kentucky, some of those other guys who are fighting for training camp spots and, and getting la- the last spot on the roster. Um, Jordan Jordan Shackle did he did travel, but some of the other guys I do want to see Quentin Jackson. I want to see him play. I'm intrigued to see Qu- uh, Quentin Jackson from Texas A- A&M play. Um, but the rotation, I could see uh, monte and Delon, of course, um, at the shooting guard. I think Will Barnes is going to start at the shooting guard position. Uh, And then taking the spot for uh, Bradley Bill, then Rui at the three again. Uh, Kuz at the four, Uh, Przingis at the five, Gaff at the five off the bench. Um, Anthony Gill is going to have to play, be the backup four. Um, And then at three, it's just you just don't have a lot of bodies, you know. So somebody else that typically doesn't play, maybe Jordan Shackle might have to get some more minutes. Um, You know, DeLon Wright, of course, Johnny Davis is going to be our backup, too. Um, but, yeah, there's just some guys that are, miss- that are missing. Gibson, of course, is going to play, um, and I think some of the younger guys are going to play, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a wonky, uh, different kind of rotation. Now, if it was the regular season, then, you know, maybe um, I, would, I would, you know, I think Davis would play too, but, yeah, I mean, you have Monte Morris, DeLon Wright as your backup, and then Barton at the two, Rui at the three, Coos at the four, and then KP at the five, like I said, Gaff off the bench, and then Gills your backup four um, behind Coos. And then you, you really don't have a backup three right now. To be honest, Gill could interchange and be your backup three or backup four. Delon Wright would be your backup one, and then Johnny Davis is your backup two. So probably a ten man rotation. But they're they should let some of the young guys play and get some burn tomorrow night.
2: Totally agree. That would be my that would be my lineup. Um, I like. I, I'm intrigued to see Jordan Shackle. Um, I like what I saw from last season. Um, same with Quentin Jackson. I, I I do want to see him play. So, like you said, that second unit. I think that I will. I would like to see Jordan Shackle at the three, because he's a shooter. I like. I would. I like his game. So, and like you said, I'm a big fan of Quentin Jackson. So, um, yeah. yeah I mean, Will Barton's probably going to start at the, at the two. So, I mean, you know, like we always preach it. Next man up. You know, it's time for next man up. And you know. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of injuries <laughs> in it's quick. So it's you know we you know we're doing a lot of these revisiting the um, the, the rotation because I mean in the short part of time you know this this team's taking a hit. Um, so you know, like I said, the, the biggest key thing going forward this season because you know injuries going to happen, you know things going to happen. Is next man up. That's that's the biggest thing I'm going to see for this team, and that's and that's something I saw last season. You know, later in the season with Coos and KP. You know, you saw them taking a central role in, in leadership, um, stepping the game up, you know, the, the scoring he picked up. So, like I said, I'm not too concerned because I think that a lot of these injuries, I mean, obviously, Kisper, he's out for 4-6. But, you know, other than him, there's not a lot of significant injuries here. You know, Denny, he's working his way back up, so I don't see him being out too long. And I want see, you know, Brad, you know, his safety protocols. And, you know, the way they're dealing with COVID, uh, COVID-19 right now is just, it's not like it was in the beginning whereas, you know it's, it's this long period that you're gonna be out you know most of the time you know five days so i could see him being back you know a lot sooner than later so i'm not overly concerned but hey i hate to take the easy way out but that would be my rotation
3: so mm-hmm. yeah and then another thing with brad you know he struggled last year and some of that was due to him being out you know him missing time and missing games um you know, he had a family member that passed away. So he, he did miss some games here and there. So he didn't really get in the rhythm. Now, it's it's no excuse, you know, for him missing those games, for him to, you know, shoot as poorly as he did. But we just don't want that to happen again, you know, him being out in and out of the lineup, missing games. Um, so, you know, hopefully there's something that just doesn't pop up again, him missing games due to health and safety protocols.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's weird times because, like I said, this is new to everybody. You know, dealing mm-hmm. with COVID-19 is just, you know, you're not used to people being out, being sick. You know what I mean? Not on this scale. So it's a tricky situation. But I think, like I said, overall, I think we'll be okay. You know, Brad's going to be back. Uh, Denny's working his way back up. Um, you know, I think the only injury I have any concern about, and it's not a major concern, but Corey Kispert being out. You know, this time is now for Johnny Davis to earn that money. You know, mm-hmm. he's got it. This is his time. You know, we were talking, you know, before about how we preferred him to be, you know, to start out in the G League, but now it's his time. He's got to step in, and so I think that he's. I'm actually optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm optimistic, especially today. It's hard to be optimistic today, but I'm optimistic. I think that he's going to play a lot better because I see the intangibles with Johnny Davis. You know, I do He the high motor. You know, the, you know most people might not think that that's important, but the high motor is important. You know, effort. You know, you. I just. I think it's gonna be okay. So I'm not overly concerned with this team. But go ahead, and move on. Will Bar today made some comments uh, concerning him and his desire to start. What do you think about those comments today?
3: Definitely, they were they were interesting comments. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source. For all your football betting info this season, find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Fast is the easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline with a game. No matter what moves you made last year,
0: TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax live.
3: Start. So yeah, bet line. Um, I didn't bet on the commander's game today, but you know it was unfortunate the way Things went out today, unfortunately. So we're not going to talk about that too much. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'm gonna read the quote word for word. This um, this was put out by Hoop District, um, and then Johnny Davis he had knee tendinitis. To, he had knee tendinitis the past two practices, but he was a full participant, and um, he may be able to play Monday at, in Charlotte. So that was the report on Johnny. Um, but Will Barton. So Will Barton, he said, "quote I'm a guy that always expects to start. That's just who I am." It's not going to change my mindset if I'm not starting. Um, I'm, I'm, I ain't going to play hard. I think they kind of butchered the the quote, but I'm going to play hard or try to make an impact. Obviously, I want to start. Who wouldn't? End quote. But my thoughts on that is, you know, he's a guy that he started for playoff teams. He started for the Nuggets for years. He's a guy that holds the three point um, made record. Three pointers made record for the Nuggets. He's played with Nikola Jokic. He's been in many playoff games, many playoff battles. Um he's an established veteran. He's been in the league for many, many years. Um, so I, I get he, you know, he has pride and a lot of confidence. So I get that. Um, of course, you know, I think a lot of a lot of people would just want to hear him say, Oh, I don't care if I start or not, I'd be willing to come off the bench if they asked me to. You know, but he's a guy that's played with Wes. He's a veteran. He expects to start. Um there's there's a lot of guys that 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 think that way. You know, some guys where, you know, maybe they would coming that they would be better coming off the bench. But they they're in a, they're in a mindset that they want to start and they think, you know, maybe a little of a knock to them or kind of, you know, a little bit of disrespect to them if they are coming off the bench. But I think will I think will is what he's saying to he's not going to change his mindset if he's not starting. He's going to come in and play the same way. He's going to come in and play hard. He's still going to be a microwave score, whether he comes off the bench or not. He's still going to be a great isolation scorer. Um, I do think he's in a running to start because we know Wes coached him in Denver. He started in Denver with Wes as well. So I, I could definitely see him starting kind of similar to the KCP situation last year. I know he's not a natural three. He's a six foot five, six, six shooting guard. That's where he's best suited. But if we're looking through Wes's mind and through his lens, of course, Monte Morris and Will Barton are going to start day one. Now if Rui could change that, denny could possibly change but denny's just been out that's the thing with denny being out missing these games he just hasn't been able to showcase what he's worked on this summer he hasn't been able to showcase what he worked on with drew hanlon what he worked on with fiba so it it is a setback with denny it just is these injuries and guys being out they are setbacks to be honest they are Um, but yeah i have no problem with what will said he's a prideful guy he wants to come in and start he wants to contribute in any way that he can I do feel like he can be um, similar to kind of what Trez was last year, just a guy coming off the bench and just was uh, a fire plug and a spark and just played – had that junk guard dog mentality, just the chip kind of st- street ball playground type of ball uh, mentality. And that's what the Wizards need. They, they need some more mean guys and guys that, that have chips on their shoulders for, for sure. Um, and I think Will can, can bring that to the team. So um, I, I don't think it's going to turn into a toxic situation kind of t- how it went with montrez last year you know him fighting kcp and you know guys fighting for minutes and whatnot and fighting for touches and being vocal about it in press conferences but will is a guy who who will keep it will the thrill will keep it real in press conference i've heard some of those press conferences in denver he will be honest and very candid after press conference he, he will give very straightforward answers so um but it's something we can definitely visit during the middle of the season if it does come up as 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 a uh as a, as a conflict during the season Hey, like you said, look, Will from
2: Beemore, man, so you're gonna keep it on. Right. So you know, he's talk, you know, he's gonna tell it like it is, man. And this is what you want to hear, man. You know, you know, he's got that fire in him. I like I like what I hear from him. I, I, you know, I'm starting to become a really big fan of Will Barton. I've always been a big fan of his game, but you know, he's saying the right things. But what you said about Rui going forward, I I totally agree. I think that now you you know, going forward, and obviously, you know, through Wes's eyes, Barton's gonna start at the three starting the season. But I think eventually he's going to move into the six-man role. I think really has stepped; he's leapfrogged past Denny for that three spot. I like; I'm very intrigued at seeing Rui in the three spot because, like I said, he's already a three-three uh, three level scorer. But I mean, shoot, if he can get that defense on point, I mean, really just impressed me this uh, this, this preseason. So I mean, you know, you know, tomorrow night when I, you know I'm I'm looking at him too. You know, I'm I want to see you know you know, what he does tomorrow night, because I think that if he's very successful this preseason, who knows? I mean, you just never know. I mean, if he shows out his preseason, he could go in the season, and I mean, the starting wing. You just never know. And, you know, it's unfortunate for Denny. To, like I said, you know, this is not the first injury. Um, Working out with Drew Hanlon, you know, showing out FIBA. You know, I think a lot of people were, you know, waiting to see how far of a leap he was going to take this season. So it's very unfortunate because I think he's a great talent. I think Rue and Denny are two great talents. You know, and that's, and that's a good luxury to have, to have good young talent, especially on this team. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's just so many options in this team. That's what I like. And, you know, obviously we took a hit with the injuries, but there's just so much depth, so much depth. So, I like I said, I'm not too concerned with the injuries. And and, and, um, and going back to Will Barton in his comments, love it. Love it. Because you want your guys to say that. You want your guys to have that fire in them. Mm-hmm. You know, you just – so I'm a big fan of what I heard from
3: him. Yeah, it's competition. It's competition. Guys want to compete for that starting spot. Um, they want to get in where they can fit in, but they really – Will wants to start, and I bet Rui wants to start. He wants to get, get the most minutes he can get. Um, same thing with Denny. So it's an open competition. You know, West said it's wide open, you know, whether I believe him or not. Maybe, you know – and West, West also said in a press conference that, you know, he he's kind of had his mind made up for who he, who he thinks is going to start day one. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, hopefully Rui can step up and, and take the bull by the horns. It was like, that's what he did in the first two preseason games. So we'll see if he, if he can continue that and we'll see how, we, I thought Will did a good job too, in the, in the second game against the warriors. But, um, yeah, Johnny Davis is expected to play per chase Hughes. And then per Josh Robbins, Denny is not going to play tomorrow night against the Hornets. So, um, but those are the quotes and Chris had a quote today too. You know, he said, quote, Rui has been taking his game to a new level. He has also opened up. He's got his swagger going now. He's fully feeling good. He's really finding who he is on the court. End quote. So hearing nothing but good things about Rui, man. That's that's why, you know, that's this is leading us into what we're looking forward to tomorrow night against the Hornets. Um, of course, they got LaMelo ball. Unfortunately, they lost, the, you know, Miles Bridges is not gonna be there this year for the Hornets. I don't know if Miles Bridges, you know, I'm not gonna say too much about the situation, but um, yeah, the Hornets, they're, they're a team that we're going to be comp- competing with for you know one of the few play in spots or playoff spots. You know, we'll see if we're gonna, you know, depending on how, how it goes. But you know, the Hornets are going to be a team that we're competing with that we are similar to in a sense. Uh, I would say talent wise, you know, they got PJ Washington, Mason Plumlee, Terry Rozier, Kelly Oubre. They 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 had our number last year too. They, they were a team that went zone. And we struggle to shoot threes against them, and we they just they found ways to beat us. They had our number last year. Um, Gordon Hayward, he's always in and out of the lineup. What's your keys to victory, or what what things are you looking for for the Wizards to do or work on tomorrow night against the Hornets?
2: I'm going to say two things. One, communication. You know, with Brad being out, you know, guys are going to have to step up. Communication is going to have to be key. You know, leaderships going to have to step up. Um, you know, KP is gonna have to step up leadership. You know, Kuz. You know, you know the guys from Denver. You know, Will Barton and, and Monte, they You know, they are familiar with West's system. So I, I you know, I really want to see leadership from them because they're very familiar with West. So you, you know, they know what to expect as far as playing for West. So uh, you know, communication, especially on the defensive end, communication. You know, they they stepped forward. They they took an elect, elect, a leap. not left, I leap forward defensively. So communication is key. That's the one thing that you know was lacking last season was communication. You know, too many people were lost on their assignments. So communication. Um, and then, like I said before, people stepping up. You know, this is you know, th- like I said, the injuries are going to happen. You know, I want to see these guys step up, and I think it's going to happen. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm more optimistic and more intrigued about this team than I have been about past teams, as much as I hate to say that, but because there's something the depth shows and. Even the young guys, there's experience there. You know, other than Johnny Davis, you know, Corey Kinspern's got experience. Um, obviously, he's not playing, but, you know, just going forward. Um, Rui, man, I'm I'm excited to see Rui this season. I really am. I think Rui's going to – he's going to earn that extension. I think he's really going to take a step forward. All the news I hear about him taking his role serious, him getting – working on his defense, it's just – this is what I want to see from Rui. This is the final piece that I want to see from Rui because I, I love his talent. So, yeah, communication on the defensive end, obviously, is important, both ends. But defensively, I want to see communication. Um, And then I want to see the guy, you know, the the secondary, I guess, stars step up, you know, KP and Coos. And I want to see the guys step up.
3: Definitely, yeah, defense is huge. I mean, that's going to be their Achilles heel. That's going to be something that that they really need to improve on. You know, 25th and defensive efficiency last year was very underwhelming. Very lackluster for the team, especially knowing that West, you know, was a defensive minded head coach or defensive minded coach coming in. He was the defensive coordinator for the Nuggets. So that was disappointing last year. Uh, I want to see DeLon Wright, man. Uh, I want to see him be that defensive pest that he was in the, in the first two games. I do want to see Johnny Davis, of course, all eyes on him. He had knee tendonitis. So I don't know how much that's affecting him. Um, but we want to see him put the ball in the basket, man. He hasn't put the ball in the basket yet. He's, he's, he's hit some free throws, but. We want to see him get his first one, man. I might have to pop open some champagne when he hits his first shot. Um, I wanted to see the Brad Porzingis duo, but we won't be able to see that tomorrow night. Um, and just once again, like like I said, Rui, can he keep it up? Can he be aggressive again? Can he can fin- can you know can he get some and ones, some tough and ones? We know offensively it's not really a question for him, but defensively can he bring that tenacity and that intensity? Um, Kuzma struggles shooting the ball for the most part in the first two games. I want to see him shoot the ball better. As well, and then Porzingis, too. And then, like I said earlier, I I want to see some of these young guys now bringing up some numbers from last year. The Hornets they like to push the pace and they like to run the ball. They, I mean, they like to run up and down the floor. They, they uh were number two in NBA team fast break points per game with 16.2. Memphis was number one, obviously, because of John Morant. I mean, you look at a guy who has the ball most of the time, is John Morant. So, of course, you're gonna have to if you're playing with Memphis, you're gonna have to run. Um, and then the Wizards were 28th. And fast break points last year with 9.8. So, like we always brought up, you know, we were just a slow methodical team. But the Hornets, you're gonna have, it's gonna be an up and down game. They like, they like to get up and down, they like to run Lamello ball, he likes to run, he likes to push. Same thing with Terry Rozier, he likes to run, he likes to push. They're a young team, they're athletic, they got some guys that we want to run and gun. Um, and they they put up a lot of threes. They made last year they made 13.9 three-pointers per game, which was fourth in the NBA. And the Wizards were 29th in the NBA. Three-pointers made per game with 10.5. So they're basically the exact opposite of what we did last year. Um, in a sense, it's running and hitting three. So they want a running gun. So it's going to be an up-and-down up game tomorrow night.
2: Yeah, they're going to need a running gun. Because I'm telling you right now, we're we going to take that dub. I'm telling you right now. Because I don't think Plumley can mess with KP. I think KP is going to eat them up. Long. He's going to eat them up. And Coos, I'm telling you. Yeah, they're going to need that. But you know, I, I'm intrigued to see how we defend against a fast team. Because mm-hmm. you know, I often say that, you know, West is a defensive minded coach, but his offensive flow is too slow. So what I want to see mm-hmm. from West is a faster tempo and yet be a defensive minded team. And I know that's weird because if you look at past teams, and I always use the Phoenix Suns, you know, when they had Steve Nash under Mike D'Antoni. you know, it was a fast team, but they, you know, defense defense was non-existent. I want to see a new type of system under West. I want to see him you know, keeping that defensive focus but pushing the pace. Because I'm telling you, if they push the pace, this team is going to score. You know, the last year was just so dead slow. Spencer did what he just <laughs> – you know, he took the ball up and then he's trying to set the offense. And then before you know it's 20 seconds off the clock and then, you know, he's trying to do hot potato. You know, I ain't trying to see all that. You know, I want to see them pushing the ball. <laughs> so, like I said, the Hornets, they're going to need to push that because I, I see us winning that. Uh, I, I, Charlotte didn't do too much in the offseason to really – wow I me. Mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I said, Gordon Hayward, he's made out of paper. So, you know, it's just a matter of time with him. Uh, Lamello, I love his, I love his game, but you know, he could be streaky. You know, he's toned down on the, you know, the low IQ crazy shots. He's he's mm. becoming more of a, uh, a basketball IQ guy. And I like that from Lamelo. but you know, Miles My- Pumley, you know, he's a traditional big and PJ. PJ's a guy that uh, you know intrigues me as far as defending him because he's a four who he's an above-average defender, he can shoot from three and he's a good rebounder. So I'm I'm interested to see how they how they match up against PJ. But like I said, I I see this as a dub. I think there were are a better team than Charlotte. So and, and I, I look forward to KP just eating down low. And because you know, like, like I said, he wants to play with his back to the basket. So I think that's one thing that I'm going to add that I want to see tomorrow night is seeing him in the paint a lot more. So I'm very intrigued and I'm optimistic, E, so.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. Already we're preseason. You know, already we're preseason. I, 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 I'm excited for these games, too. So uh, any win, I'll take it. In preseason, regular season, I, I don't care. I love seeing the Wizards win games. Um Rozier is a baller. Kelly Oubre, former Wizard, too. So um, it's going to be a good preseason test. Mark Williams, the big man out of Duke. James Booknight, who was drafted last year, who went 0 for 8, who's kind of struggling like Johnny Davis is. Um, and they got um, Bryce McGowan's, a young uh, shooting guard from Nebraska. I like him a lot, too. Um, and they got LeAngelo Ball, the younger ball brother. Dennis Smith Jr. is on that roster, too. So they, they got some interesting guys uh, with some interesting stories on that roster. But we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Now for your second listen... Go check out the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022, a six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts and the NBA insiders of the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey, all combining into one Ultimate NBA Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro NBA Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So thank you guys for listening to Making Locked On Wizards. Once again, your first listen every day. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube. Hit the notification bell and subscribe on you on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave a five-star review if you can. Hello to the Wizards. Peace.
0: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On
2: podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.